Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. Our Get Social Smart Academy has helped thousands of real estate agents and brokers take back their time and hone their social media strategy. Now, you may know me from social media, or maybe you've seen me from stage, or maybe this is your first time meeting me. In this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my success stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got where I am, how I've built our company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. You'll hear from me, but also we'll be showcasing some of the great people we get the pleasure to work with inside of our academy. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate pro, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi there, you're listening to episode 16 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to start checking things off your bucket list. And with that, I want to share with you my Oprah story. Now, you might be wondering, what are you talking about? Now, if you've listened to me for any amount of time, and maybe some of you who are listening are friends or family, and you already know this story. So if you already know this story, I'm going to ask that you stick with me because I'm going to share with you my Oprah story, but I'm also going to share with you some bigger aha moments to what it means to check things off your bucket list. So that word bucket list, you know, that that word gets kind of thrown around quite a bit of, oh, one day I want to do this, and one day I want to do this, and one day that's on my bucket list. And I talked a little bit about this in our last episode, episode 15, because a big bucket list item for my husband and I was to take a cruise to Alaska. And in my last episode, I talked about the value of unplugging and how we have unplugged for a full week and and going on that amazing vacation. So if you missed that episode, make sure you uh, listen to episode 15 if you've ever struggled with unplugging and turning the off button off, I encourage you to listen to that that episode. But that episode sparked this episode, which is talking about how to check things off your bucket list. And I hear this from from a lot of people. I, you know, especially recently when I talked about our cruise, I heard people say things like, oh, I want to do that in five years, or I've always wanted to do that, or it, it, it's brought up other things where people, people have said, yeah, my bucket list, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, at, at the risk of sounding morbid, we're not guaranteed any more days or any more weeks or months or years, and we don't know how long we have on this great earth. And so why not start looking at really those things that we want to do in life? And then instead of just wishing and hoping really starting to move the needle forward towards checking things off on your bucket list. Now, I realize some of those bucket list items are possibly really big financial things like travel or, you know, visiting certain areas or or doing certain things that, that just in life, a lot of those big bucket list items do require money. And so thinking about what would it take to do that? You know, I remember talking to my husband about this uh, last year and actually really over the last couple years because one of his big bucket list items was to go to Alaska. 
And instead of just saying, one day we'll do it, one day we'll do it, it was probably about a year ago where we said, you know what, why don't we make a plan to do this next year and let's really seriously think about how we can make that happen. Is it um, travel? Is it flying up there? Is it taking a cruise? What kind of cruise? And we really started to put some work behind making that bucket list item happen. And if you think about the things in your life that are bucket list items, a lot of times they don't just happen. You have to put a little bit of work and strategy behind them, including savings. You know, if one of your bucket list items is to take a a dream vacation, there's no reason it can't happen. It's just a matter of looking at your budget and seeing what does that look like? Does it mean, you know, a few less Starbucks each and every week? Does it mean maybe, you know, sacrificing in the short term so you can benefit in the long term? But really working towards making that happen, I think is so valuable. And so that brings me full circle to tell you about one of my bucket list items. So a few years ago, I had I had a dream. I had a big dream to go to the Oprah Winfrey show. And this was back when Oprah was doing her daily show. She had her studio headquarters in Chicago. And to be honest with you, this was something that was like on my top five bucket list items for probably a decade. I had said, oh, I want to go to the Oprah show. I really want to go to the Oprah show. And part of that is I just, I love what Oprah stands for. I've always been a long admirer of the work that she's done. I love that it wasn't just a TV show. I love how she truly impacted people's lives, especially as a female. I just have always really, really admired her. And so a few years ago, when it was the last last season of the Oprah Winfrey show, and now that I'm thinking about it, this this was more than a few years ago. This was probably actually about seven or eight years ago. Um, I remember talking to a few of my colleagues about this, and this was back when I worked at Inman News. Some of you know I worked at Inman. I have a previous podcast about my time at Inman, so you can go back and listen to that episode. Uh, But I remember talking to a few of my colleagues about Oprah, and my boss at the time challenged me a little bit, and she said, Katie, I think you should put your money where your mouth is. You talk all about social media. Why don't you put a social media campaign together to get to the Oprah show? And she kind of took me aback a little bit. I thought to myself, oh, and and sort of those initial fears sort of crept in. Like, who am I? I don't know if I could do that. What if I put myself out there and then nothing happens, right? We all have those fears. What if you put put yourself out there and say you want to do something and then it doesn't happen, right? And I think we've all experienced that with goals. A lot of us don't want to put our goals out there because then what if we don't hit them? So I decided to accept her challenge and I put together a social media campaign. It was called Save Me a Seat Oprah, hashtag Save Me a Seat Oprah. And I created a YouTube channel. I created a Facebook page. I started doing videos every few days. Uh, and if you <laughs> Google them, uh, they're they're still out there. <laughs> they're still on the interwebs. Uh, I think I shot them with like my iPhone 4 or something. They're like terrible video quality. Um, I think a few of them have my kids in them when they were just babies. But I started this whole campaign. And previous to that, I had tried to get tickets to the Oprah show. Uh, and it was next to impossible, right? Those They were like the most coveted tickets um, on TV. And I had tried and tried and tried. But nothing had really ever happened. So I launched this campaign and I would imagine a lot of my friends and family thought 
I had gone off the deep end. I'm pretty sure most of them thought I was crazy, but I didn't care. I started doing these videos. I started posting on Facebook. I had a, a hashtag on Twitter and it was really amazing. As I started to put myself out there at first, the reaction was, okay, this is really cute. And then it kind of turned to, I can't believe you're doing this. And then it turned to, wow, this is really awesome. I want to support you. And it was really cool to see so many of my friends and family who were like, wow, you're really doing this. And it started to get build momentum. People started sharing my posts and sharing my videos. And the good news is that pretty quickly, in fact, within 27 days of launching my campaign, I had two different calls from Harpo. Harpo is, is Oprah's production studios two different calls with two different invites, inviting me to be on the show, uh, which was amazing. And so uh, in fact, they happened just really back to back. I I received a voicemail from one of the assistants um, to Oprah and then to actually believe it was the assistant to the president of Harpo. Um, And then I received another call a couple days later who didn't realize that the first person had called me. So uh, which is just amazing. And I wish I still had that voicemail because I probably was was screaming and jumping up and down <laughs> when, I, when I realized that they had called me. But they called me and what had happened is not only had they seen um, my social media, you know, sort of posts and strategy and everything I was doing, I had also gone through the regular channels to try to uh, get tickets to the show. And so I knew they were having an upcoming best friends show. So I went online and I filled out their form and filled out everything that they that they were requested about um, myself and my best friend, Lori, uh, who's been one of my oldest and dearest friends for many, many years. Uh, we became friends in middle school, but really in high school. And then she moved away and we just kept in touch over the years through letters. In fact, I still have like a shoebox full of letters uh, from when we were teenagers writing back and forth. And she's still one of my dearest friends to this day. And uh, so I got this call saying, we want you to come to this best friend show and we want you to bring your best friend. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, not only is this a bucket list item, this is also something I get to share with my best girlfriend. So of course I said yes. I let all my friends and friends and, and family know on social media and uh, called her right away. She thought I was kidding. <laughs> uh, and we made plans to go out there. And so we went to the show. It was amazing. Of course, we weren't allowed to take photos or videos or anything like that, but it was a show all about best friends. So we sat in the audience um, with other best friends and uh, Oprah had her best friend on that day, Gail. It was just an amazing experience to be there at Harpo and to really see um someone who had been such a mentor to me, um, virtually just to be able to, to be in her presence. It was just such an amazing experience as the cherry on top during that episode. As a lot of, you know, one of the things Oprah does is she has given away things, right? Has, Has been very generous with her time and what she gives away. So during the episode, she stood up and made a big announcement and she said, and you're all getting a And as she announced it, everybody started screaming. But as we looked around, we said, I don't know. I don't know what we just got. (laughs) And so when when it went to commercial break, she said, I don't think a lot of you heard what you actually received. She said, what you're actually receiving is an all expense paid trip to Miraval. And Miraval is this amazing high end spa resort out in Tucson, Arizona. So we were overjoyed. Not only did we uh, get a chance to go on the Oprah show, 
and be in the audience, but we also won this amazing spa trip. So fast forward, um, about six months later, my best friend and I took an amazing vacation out to Arizona to this like world renowned spa and it was incredible. So I share this whole story with you, you guys today for a couple reasons. And, And that is, you know, it was such a reminder to me of how important it is to really start thinking about what's on your bucket list and how can you start intentionally moving forward with checking things off on your bucket list. So I want to share three quick lessons learned. Number one, don't wait. Don't wait. You know, as you look at your bucket list, you might have said, okay, I want to do this in five years or 10 years, but is there an opportunity to move that up? What if that what if that number one or number two thing on your bucket list, what if you could do that in the next three months? What if you could do that in the next six months? What are the things that you need to do to start moving towards making that happen? I think about my own Oprah experience. I wanted to go to that. I wanted to go to the Oprah show for 10 years, yet with a focused effort, I made it happen in 27 days, right? And so when you really start to focus versus saying one day I'll do this, one day I'll do that, you know, it, it, I often think of, um, there's an example I've heard on, and I, I don't know who I can credit this to, but I've heard this example many times of, you know, aspiring actors who, who say, oh, I want to, I want to win an, an Academy Award one day. I want to win an Oscar one day, but they've never taken an acting lesson. They've never tried out, you know, in their local theater. You've got to put yourself and make those steps moving forward to get those big goals, right? To get those big goals to happen. So lesson number one is don't wait right? Don't wait on your goals. And number two, start moving forward with your bucket list today. Start moving forward with your bucket list today. I would encourage you as you listen to this to think about what are those things on your bucket list for yourself, for your family? You know, I know another bucket list item for me was writing a book. I'd always wanted to write a book and it really wasn't until I said, I'm going to do it. And I posted about it publicly and I started taking action every day. You know, you can't write a book in one day right? It takes effort over the course of time. And anything that's really worth doing, it doesn't happen in one day. It's the result of small, tiny, intentional acts over the course of time. So look at what that big goal is. Maybe it's buying a home, right? You want to buy a home. Instead of it being a someday thing, set a goal. Say, hey, 12 months from now, 18 months from now, we're going to buy a home. And maybe it's not the, the big mansion that you want, but maybe it's a condo, right? Because then you know the next step is to move up from that condo into a single family home three years later, whatever that might be. But you start moving forward with those small steps today. The last lesson I want to share is we aren't guaranteed any more, any more time. We aren't guaranteed any more time, right? So we have to stop living as though we have all the time in the world. Of course, we would all love to live until we were, you know, a hundred years old, but the reality is that doesn't happen. Just turn on the news, go to your Facebook feed, and you'll see so many people who have left this earth far too young. And I would bet every one of those people had items on their bucket list. So we aren't guaranteed any more time and and not to be morbid, but think about that. If you want to do something, do it, do it today, right? Or at least make those steps moving forward. And you know, I have to give a a ton of credit to my parents. I think they're a great example of this. If you know me personally, you know, I talk a lot about the fact that my parents are like living the life right now. They are retired. They're in great health, knock on wood. And so they're, they're doing what they want to do. They're on vacation a lot. They're traveling. They're, you know, they're spending time with their grandkids. They're, they're, 
they're checking those things off their bucket list and they're making the most out of their time. And I think that's so valuable. And the good news is you don't have to wait until you're retired. I mean, we of course don't always have the luxury to do everything we want to do when we want to do it, but start thinking about what are those things you want to do? You want to take that big vacation? What are those steps that you can put into place over the next six to 12 months that will get you to where you want to go? What are the sacrifices that you might need to make in the short term to get those long-term benefits? Now, one thing that has really helped when it comes to checking things off my bucket list and, and hitting those goals has been what we've done professionally with our business. And one of the things that's made a really big difference to us in our business is focusing in our niche. You know, there's that phrase, many of you've heard me say, and others have said, the riches are in the niches. And so that's a great segue for me to talk about what I'm going to talk about in my next episode, which is the value of really being an expert on something specific, not being a generalist, but being really specific. And that has led to a lot of my success, a lot of my husband and and, and mine, our successes in life, professionally and personally. So stay tuned for that. As always, if you've enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world for you to tell me about it. Reach out to me on Facebook, reach out on Instagram, let me know uh, that you've listened to this episode. And if you really enjoyed it, share it out. You know, we want more and more people to hear about what we're doing. So whether you are a friend or a colleague or a family member, share this link out with Facebook, on Instagram, wherever you, wherever you're spending your time on social media, it would really, really mean the world. Thanks so much guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked this podcast, I'd love if you'd subscribe and leave me a review. Also make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.